We're taking a different direction today with our podcast. We spent most of the past episodes, especially in the recent months, giving guidance on things for you to consider. But on today's Mach 1 Market Moment, we're going to find out whether we practice what we preach. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. A quick reminder that the hosts of the show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and nothing said in the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. We upload a brand new podcast every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. Also, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are Mach 1 Financial Group on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you have a question you want us to answer here on the podcast, just send an email to podcast at mach1fg.com. If you want to learn more about your financial future, you can schedule a free consultation with any of our advisors here at Mach 1 with absolutely no obligation. Just head to mach1fg.com. For more information. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment. This is episode 104, and today we're taking a different approach. We've talked a lot in 2022 about the market being down, the importance of a plan, and what are some of the things you can take advantage of? What should you avoid? But some of you may be wondering, well, how are we handling our own financial plans? So we're going to answer that today. And the great part about it, each advisor is at a different place in life. So you'll see the difference in the way we answer the questions. All right, so start off with, we have on the podcast today, we have our fearless leader, Mr. David Lee. David, uh, what stage of life are you in? I'm in the very early stages of life. (laughs) No, I'm 48, so I'm middle-aged, you know, probably... uh, Realistically, if you think of uh, life like a football game, I'm probably in the middle of the third quarter, realistically. Ah, good good analogy. <laughs> and Mr. Lee Mackey, uh, what stage of life are you in? You know, I'd like to think that I was in the third quarter as well, but I'm a little bit older than, than David is. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely in the second half. But, um, you know, third quarter, I, I still have – if you're using the football analogy, I still have a little bit of the football game left. So um, I, I, that, that's kind of where I'm at. Last but not least, our one of our newer advisors, Mr. Eli. Eli, what stage of life are you in? <laughs> well, can, I'm can, in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. If, if, we're, if we're continuing with the football analogy – I'm in the first half. I, I don't know specifically which quarter we're going to put myself in. Maybe approaching the second quarter, but we're we're still in the first half. Yeah. But young, just getting started in in what I would consider the accumulation stage. Uh, so let me wrap that up. So Eli's in the first quarter. He, he, he thinks he's in the second quarter. He ain't got close to second quarter yet. David's probably late second quarter, maybe halftime. Lee here. He may be starting his third quarter. I think I'm just at the end of the third quarter. I still got a whole quarter to go, and I'm 62, soon be 63. So we're all different stages of life. Eli, freshly married, no children. David, got two kids. One's in college. One just graduated high school. Lee's got 14, I mean, five children. uh, (laughs) Age age range from 26 to 12. Wow. Wow. And I have two grown kids with two grandkids. So we're all at different spots in our life. So today's podcast is about 
how are we handling our own finances during this crazy market? All right. Uh, who wants to start off? Well, I'll, I'll start off for, for the younger people. And you can, if you're older, you can skip over and go straight to the old people in the podcast. But for the younger people, and I'm, I'm meaning from 20 to really all the way 45, 50, meaning in, in the accumulation stage, you're not looking towards really distributing out of your retirement assets anytime soon. What I'm doing is I'm lump sum contributing to my Roth IRA. Traditionally, what I was doing in the past was I was just doing $500 a month, doing a, an easy every month, putting in $500, but the market is down so far, and it may it may continue to go down. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a perfect time for me to put money in, but just last week, I, I funded my Roth IRA because I, I like where the market's at right now. I'm hopeful, that, and I my time horizon is just so far out that I'm happy to purchase at a 20%, 15% discount, depending on which index you're looking at. So let's, let's peel that back. So Eli, freshly married, no children, he's lump sum contributing to a Roth IRA. So David, is that a smart move? Yeah, absolutely. Because especially as a rule of thumb, you know, for younger folks, you're typically in a in an income bracket where you're income eligible to be able to go to a Roth IRA, right? If you're married filing jointly, I think it's like 198,000 where the cutoff is, where you're, where you make too much money to be able to contribute to a Roth. Well, down the road though, like Eli and lots of other young people out there, you're going to be in, in higher income brackets in the near future. And you're not going to be eligible income wise to be able to put that money into that Roth, right? So you might as well put it in while you're eligible to put it in. So you get all that, tax-free growth over the next 40 years or however long it's going to be before you before you retire because eventually like I said earlier um, you're either going to be income eligible in, income ineligible one day to put money into a Roth or you know it's always possible that the government could change the laws and maybe there won't even be a Roth IRA in the future you just never know so you might as well get it while the getting's good right mm -hmm. Eli yeah and that's exactly right David all I'm doing is I'm sticking to my financial plan. Your financial plan looks different. My financial plan is get money into the market over a long period of time consistently. And that's what I'm doing right now is putting money into the market. You know, and I agree with Eli. I would say that, you know, where we're at in our financial career is, you know, I'm also in the accumulation phase. And I don't think that that's necessarily tied to an age. Um, you know, I, I know right. folks, clients that are in their 50s and 60s, and they're still in the accumulation fades. Uh, you know, this market, as we've talked about for the last several months, has created a lot of opportunities. And so um, where I was, I've always been in the accumulation phase. I think it's even made me kind of double down on that, especially now. I've been, I've, I've probably ratcheted up a little bit more aggressive, um, simply taking advantage of what the market what the market has given us. So Lee, what you're doing is you're doubling down. You're adding more into it while the market is down. Same thing Eli's doing. He's taking full advantage of this market downturn to buy at a depressed price. And he's got it in his inside of a Roth that's going to grow tax-free forever. Uh, and if he ever needed that money, he can take the principal out, but he can't take the growth out until he's 59 and a half. So you're both taking advantage of a down market. So the lemon to lemonade, I mean, that's perfect. Take advantage of what the market is giving you. David, so what, what are you doing? I'm doing much the same thing that, you know, both these two guys have described here. I'm adding to, I'm accumulating more. I'm, I took some cash out of, um, out of savings and 
plugged it into the market here just a week or so ago uh, to take advantage of these of these depressed prices. Um, so, and I think that's probably the the most important thing that we can communicate to to you if you're if you're a client of Mach One out there listening is that we're we're investing the same way you are. We're using the same strategies you're using, and not only are we not panicking and saying, "Oh my gosh, we got to get out. The sky is falling." We're adding money in not the other way around so and and why is that well i think you know we do have even though we may not have a crystal ball on what the future holds we do have uh, i guess you'd say maybe more of an insider's perspective on the market than the average the average person just because we work in this industry all the all the time every day and so um you know we're hopeful i like that you used that word earlier eli you said i'm hopeful about the future and you kind of have to be you know I've, I've mentioned this to clients a lot here recently in light of what's been happening in the market lately you if you're going to be an investor you have to be optimistic by nature you have to be and so i'm hopeful about the future too i know that the nasdaq and the russell are down about 30 percent off their high so even though i don't know that this is necessarily the bottom of the market all I know for sure is it's a 30% better time to buy than it was six months ago. So, and I know that eventually the markets are going to be higher than they are today. So yeah, we are not only are we not panicking or taking money out, we're putting money in. You know, <clears throat> I'll add to that. And I want to make something clear to our listeners that you mentioned that we have maybe an insider's perspective and, and you know, and, and people may make assumptions because we do this every day that, you know, we don't worry. Well, you know, we, we all sit around our kitchen tables and talk to our spouses just like our listeners do. And, you know, our accounts are down just like our listeners are. Um, and so I think we all have had discussions with our spouses, our family members about what's going on. Inflation is hitting us just like it does everyone else. And so I think, that we're not immune to that. Absolutely. And, and so what we try to do is practice what we preach as far as, you know, don't pay attention to headlines. Try to try to tune out the noise, if you will. And so just because we're in the business doesn't mean our accounts aren't down. Doesn't mean that we don't experience the same, same you know, worries oh or my fears word, or... look at our account value this <laughs> month. But we do try to... Like I said, practice what we preach yeah. and, and so forth. And I think, you know, uh, you guys have maybe heard me say this before, that uh, courage is not necessarily the absence of fear, right? Courage is having fear or worry, concern, whatever adjective you want to use. It's having that but still acting in the face of it, right? Knowing that uh, you, you have to have, like I said earlier, an optimistic viewpoint on the future, and you just act in faith, uh in faith that the future is going to be better than the present. So you, you do have to kind of have that, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, that character trait in you if you're going to be an investor. Now, having said that, and Mike, maybe this is a good time for you to talk uh, from, say, a near retiree's perspective on what are, you know, what are some things that have to be different or how does your perspective change as you get in or closer to retirement? Because that's where a lot of our clients are. That's right, David. Before we go to that step, let, I mean, you say we have some, we work in the business and we, we kind of inside, we don't have insider knowledge. Yeah, yeah. We don't have information that other people don't have. We just do this every day. Yeah. And, and we have the benefit of history. Yeah. So we can go back and take any five year period of history and you can see 87% of the time 
the market makes money. I would say a better way to say it is we have an insider's perspective. Perspective. We do not. We, we obviously don't have inside information. That's illegal. An insider's <laughs> perspective, meaning we work in this every day. We've seen downturns before. We've lived through them before. We know how things have turned out on the other end of. And and I have I have faith and confidence in the United States uh, as a country. You know, Warren Buffett uh, used to say a lot. Don't ever bet against the United States because we have a system of laws and government that tend to kind of get the pendulum swinging back in the right direction if it gets too far in one direction. And so I'm optimistic, hopeful, confident in the future, and that's why we make the decisions we make. And that's why each of you have said you're taking advantage of what the market's giving us, giving us lower prices so you can get in and get invested with the hope that the market's going to go up. Now, none of you mentioned anything about your changing strategies. You're not jumping from this investment to that investment because you think we're not recommending that as a group either, as a company. So don't mishear us. What you're hearing is we're our plan, we're taking advantage of opportunities in the plan to enhance our plan. That's right. Now, I'm 62. I'll be retiring. I'll be 63, real close to retirement. So what, what should – person be doing well Mike Frost I'm getting more aggressive because I think the market's going to go up I feel that history tells us that it normally does now is it going to do it tomorrow next week next month I don't know but long term I think it's a great time to get more aggressive so that's kind of what I've done but also I've taken advantage of something called I bonds we've talked about that on the podcast here I mean if you've got money sitting on the sidelines that you need in the next two years or so, and inflation is you know going rampant. I bonds is paying nine point six two percent right now. You go on treasurydirect.org and you can get your I bonds up to ten thousand dollars a year. So I've done some of that with our quote emergency fund money we're not going to need for a year or two hopefully. So we've got that, and I've gotten more aggressive with some of our uh, investments. I'm not changing the investment, not jumping out or anything. I've kept everything we had. I just taken some sideline money and said, let's get more aggressive with that and take advantage of it. I think the other thing that's important for the audience to understand, especially as it relates to like your situation, Mike, as a near retiree is that part, part of what's allowing you to be more aggressive is because you've got enough money in guaranteed income that you can that you know that you can do that. You want to talk to talk about that a bit? Cause I think that's critically important for the audience to understand. It is to have money. And, and we like to recommend you have like a year, maybe two years of income sitting in cash or cash equivalents for retirement for times just like this, that can be in a fixed index annuity. It can be in a savings account. It could be in a whatever that's safe money that you've got, time for the market to kind of rebound without taking money out of your investments. Now, I personally, uh, when I came here years ago to see David, he put me into something called a, I call it a personal pension. It's a guaranteed lifetime withdrawal benefit annuity. And thank goodness I have it because I don't have to worry about it. It's guaranteed. I'm going to get it. So whenever I turn that on, I'm going to be getting a paycheck. Uh, And that gives a lot of self-satisfaction to me. Like, I really don't care if the market goes up or down. That's I think right. it's going to go up. Right. But I'm not going to be okay for my essentials. Right. And and I think that I think the important takeaway here is like one of the reasons why Eli is a young guy, you're 
putting money in because you've got income from a job. You don't you don't rely on you can't even touch it even if you'd wanted to until you're 59 and a half anyway, right? But you don't rely on those retirement accounts. Same way with me at age 48. I'm not planning to rely on my retirement accounts for a long time, possibly even not ever, because in my unique situation, we're planning to have some uh, income from investment properties and some income, some business income that's going to be kind of like our quote unquote annuity income stream. Lee's situation is probably a little bit different. And Mike, uh, as a soon to be retiree, you're going to have your income stream from your annuities and social security. So as long as you've got sufficient income, whether it be from a job or a pension, social security, or all the above, you shouldn't have to worry about the inevitable volatility or shouldn't have to worry as much. Let's put it that way. You shouldn't have to worry as much about the inevitable volatility that the market is going to present you with from time to time. You know, Mike, you asked earlier, well, you know, what are some things that we're doing? You know, one of the things that, that we're doing in our household is, you know, we're taking a look at expenses. Anytime something like this happens, you know, any shock to the system, inflation, you know, you know, you probably should do it more often, but sometimes you kind of get in a routine and a rut and you just kind of let things go. So one thing that we have done or are doing is we're just taking a look at our cash flow and our expenses and saying, okay, that's good advice. You know, are, are there some things that have just kind of gotten out of hand? Well, you know, one area subscriptions, Yeah. you know, the Netflixes and the Hulus and the Rokus and the Disney, I mean, the list goes on and on, they add up. but that's just an example but I think this is an opportunity for our listeners, for us around this table to kind of look at ourselves and go, okay, are there some things that we can do differently? And so we're just using this time as an opportunity yeah, to do that. I think that's great advice. And um, we, we see that a lot too, doing retirement analyses for, for folks. We have an expenses tab that we ask people to complete for us. And, um, and so another area that people kind of, Let's put it this way. Anything that's on an automatic pay, like right Netflix and Hulu and all the insurances, auto insurance, home insurance, those tend to be out of sight, out of mind, and people forget to requote those uh, every few years and make insurance companies uh, compete against one another for your business. I'll give you a quick story. Uh, my son turned 16, what, two years ago. We called up. We were with USAA at the time. We called them up to uh, get a quote on uh the auto insurance and I, I about you know about gagged when I heard the <laughs> heard the quote and uh, so I that motivated me for the first time since I was a freshman at Air Force Academy 1992 to quote alternate to you know get another quote long story short by switching companies we saved 50 percent my insurance bill auto insurance bill went down 50 percent just by switching companies because we hadn't quoted it in so long two great points uh, Lee and David, if you're not doing a monthly budget, like you said, it's out of sight, out of mind. You just money just comes in, it goes out. You got to do that monthly budget. That's the one thing everybody has 100% control over. That's right. You can't control the market, but you can control your expenses. And it doesn't matter if you have a million dollars. If you spend ten thousand a month, it lasts you eight years. If you spend twenty five hundred a month, it lasts you thirty three years. It's not the million dollars; it's what you spend. So that's a great point. And I have a similar example. I had insurance for seventeen years, and somebody called me up out of the blue. Says, "Can I quote it?" Like, sure. Apples to apples difference saved me eleven $1 hundred dollars a year. Mm -hmm. 
just by somebody quoting it. Exactly yep. the same insurance. So yep. if you're not doing that, you should. So, but you got to do that budget and stay on top of it because you may be surprised at how much you're spending on gas now. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> it's like, oh wow. So uh, then you have to adjust. Yep. You know, you're not Congress. You can't spend money you don't have, or you shouldn't. So you got to do that budget. That's a good point, Lee. That's the first good point I've heard out of you. Good job. <laughs> All right, so let's put a bow on this. So Eli, he's plowing money in. He's doing a Roth now that he's income eligible. Doing a Roth, he's hammering it. He's doing lump sum to get it at a low price. He thinks we don't know what the market's doing. David, middle aged. <laughs> I yeah, love saying that's that. That's fair. <laughs> that's true. He's still accumulating. He's still aggressive. He's putting money in there. He still has the income. He's not too concerned about it. Lee, five kids. He's doing a lot what David's doing. He's watching his expenses, which he should. If Anything else that I miss on you, Lee? No, you're good? And then if you're retirement or near retirement, you really need to think about where's your cash reserve. So when things like this hit, and they will hit, it's going to happen again at some point. Where are you going to pull your income from? Are you going to have to sell an asset or are you going to take it from some safe money? Uh, so we would highly recommend you do that. And then if you do have money on the side, some cash that you can plow into the market, we feel now's a great time. The only people who get hurt on a roller coaster are the ones that jump off. And we're on a roller coaster right now with the market. So we don't need to be jumping off. We need to be jumping in. All right, guys. Well, thanks for your input on this, sharing your heart, what you're doing with your finances during this crazy time. We always like to end with a thought of the day. Obstacles are things a person sees when they take their eyes off the goal. Obstacles are the things a person sees when they take their eyes off the goal. If you don't have a goal, that means you don't have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you need to give Mach 1 a call. We can help you develop that plan. But keep your eyes on the goal. Well, that's it for today's Mach 1 Market Moment, Episode 104. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to you joining us next week on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding Regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mock-1financial.com/disclosures.